but I've been with you all along. This race that you're running was not given to the strong. I know sometimes you're worried and faith is hard to find. You feel you never reach the finish line. Hey, Larry here, Acts 29 today. Coming to you from cloudy world headquarters in Chiang Mai, Thailand. <laughs> well, today we're going to just kind of free wing it, just be led by the Spirit. And, uh, And just, uh, just kind of be led by the Spirit today and uh, in uh, some stuff that I hope will be a blessing to you. So... Um, What I want to share today is just uh, basically pretty simple. And I just want to uh, just want to talk about a couple things. Basically, that. This world and this world is in darkness. And so because the world is in darkness, everything that has to do with this world is in darkness. And so what I really want to get across today, I guess, is that This whole world and this whole everything in it, and this includes the social, the political, the financial, the entertainment, the religious, all of those systems of the dark world, the world in darkness, are in darkness and they're corrupt. So you know, I know that we're in this period of time when all these unrest cycles, social social unrest, the war cycle, all these historical things are happening at the same time like the perfect storm. And people are getting all caught up in uh, right now, especially they're getting caught up in the, the whole political thing because it's that time of, of election but what I want you to know is <laughs> that whole political structure and system is completely corrupt 
It is totally and completely corrupt. Okay, you're not going to drain the swamp because the swamp is the name of the political system. The political system is the swamp and it will remain the swamp because it's in a world of darkness. And so it's, it's all corrupt. Both sides are corrupt. Now, not everyone in the system is corrupt. You know, I'm sure there are some people who operate with some values in that within that system but the system itself is corrupt and so we can't put our faith our hope our trust or anything into a dark fallen system and that's what i'm saying is you know people are so wound up over this thing you know, they act as if it's their savior, that somehow, you know, the political system is going to save them, is going to save the country, is going to save the people, whatever. Uh, no, it's not. And, and, and so don't put your trust there. Please do not put your trust there. Um, it's all corrupt. So, you know, I don't follow this stuff very much. I mean, you have to be under a rock to not be involved in some of it. Just because it's everywhere. Everywhere you look and, and all that kind of stuff. But here's the deal. Uh, the word says that we don't walk by sight but we walk by faith we walk by faith not by sight okay that's how we live that's how we walk by faith not by sight so don't get too messed up over what you see around you in the natural world that's that's sight that's what that's the sight part of it get a hold of what you cannot see and believe that and trust in that because that is reality that is the true that is the real so we don't walk by what we see we walk by what we don't see so people are getting all excited and all caught up in in all kinds of stuff because of what they see you know, they're looking at this junk on the news every night. Well, not even the news, just a bunch of talking heads that, uh, you know, on the lamestream media that, you know, I mean, you have to watch foreign news channels to really find out anything that's going on in the world. So, but we don't walk by what we see in this natural world we walk by faith so what is faith 
Well, Hebrews 11.1 1 gives us the answer. Now faith, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things, these are real things, that we hope for. Being the proof of things, the proof of things that we do not see, that is, with our natural sight. And it is the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact or real truth what is not revealed to the senses. The senses being sight, hearing, tasting, touching, you know, the five senses. Faith perceives as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. How amazing is that? So we can live our lives in a way and by this thing called faith and we live it in such a way that's not revealed to the senses. So people in the world that, that are living their lives by sight, they don't know what faith is, their eyes are closed. So they look at us because we don't live our lives according to the way they live their lives. They live by sight, we live by faith. So when they're upset and fearful, we're not. Why not? Because we understand that there's a whole nother world in the faith realm. And we walk by that, where there is no fear, where there is no worry, because our Heavenly Father takes care of us. I wouldn't even be here today if it wasn't for my mother discovering the power of faith. She wanted to see her whole family born again and fill the spirit and, and, and worshiping and praising God and living out their destinies in Christ. But she couldn't see it in the natural. But one day she saw it in the supernatural. And so she prayed one last time, received her family into the kingdom by faith, and just thanked God every day that her family was saved from then on. Three years later, we were all in the kingdom of God without any work on her part to get us there other than staying in faith. She couldn't see us in the natural, but she had assurance, confirmation, and a title deed of our salvation. She had proof of our salvation that she couldn't see in the natural, 
And she knew that that reality was there even though it wasn't revealed to her senses. So faith is believing in the reality of something that you can't see with your natural eyes. So that's why it's so important in this day and age and, and deception wise, deception is gonna come in the natural. It's all gonna, also gonna come in the spiritual because you got false prophets and false apostles and false pastors and false everything that are trying to operate in that spiritual realm to deceive people. But faith is reality. It's truth. It's what's real. And that's what we must believe and walk in, especially in this day. We can't be walking by sight. And I just want to read a couple of scriptures. These two are God gave me personally in Hebrews 10, 35 and 36, it says, Do not therefore fling away your fearless confidence, for it carries a great and glorious compensation of reward. You have need of steadfast patience and endurance so that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God and thus receive and carry away and enjoy to the full what is promised. It's kind of amazing to me. I had just written a book on ESP and J. Uh, ESP was for endurance, steadfastness and patience, and J was for joy. So I had just written a book <laughs> about endurance, steadfastness, and patience, and how those things were going to help us endure to the end. These were three friends that were going to be with us all the way to the end, and joy. And then a short time later, God gave me these verses, so I had to go back and read my own book again and again because he was telling me I have need of steadfastness, patience, and endurance. Because there's something about these three that help us to perform and fully accomplish the will of God. And the will of God is the Word of God. God's will is His Word. His Word is His will. If you have a last will and testament, it's words telling people what to do after you're gone. That's a will. It's words. So there's something about steadfastness, patience, and endurance that help us to perform and fully accomplish the will, the word of God. 
Something about those two go together. And they're all three things that our flesh really doesn't like at all. Our flesh doesn't like patience because that's waiting. Doesn't like endurance because that's continuing on in the face of difficulty. Doesn't like steadfastness because the flesh always wants to change and do something else when it gets tough. But these are three things that are going to help us to perform and fully accomplish the will of God and thus receive and carry away and enjoy to the full what is promised. For a little while, a very little while, and the coming one will come and he will not delay. And this is, this is what I want us to see here just, just in closing. But the just shall live by faith. My righteous servant shall live by his conviction respecting man's relationship to God and divine things. And holy fervor born of faith and conjoined with it. Now, get this. And if he draws back and shrinks in fear... My soul has no delight or pleasure in him. So we're talking about people that are living by faith. They're living according to the unseen and, and not the seen world around them. And he says, but if they draw back and shrink, and how do they do that? In fear. They draw back and shrink in fear. My soul has no delight or pleasure in him. You remember Gideon's army, and when God began to choose the army for Gideon, the very first test was, let those who are fearful and trembling go home. Out of 32,000 people, he lost 22,000. 22,000 went home, fearful. That's, that's the majority. That's way over 50% of the people left right there with the fear factor. They were gone, they were fearful. If he draws back and shrinks in fear, my soul has no delight or pleasure in him. Verse 39, but our way is not that of those who draw back to eternal misery, perdition, and are utterly destroyed. Okay, you think of the children of Israel now. Now they wouldn't, they wouldn't go into the promised land because they were afraid. They were unbelieving. They were fearful. So they wouldn't go with Joshua and Caleb. They were afraid to go. And so what happened to them? They drew back in fear and unbelief and no faith. And they perished in the wilderness. They were utterly destroyed. But 
we are of those who believe, who cleave to and trust in and rely on God through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and preserve the soul. And how do they preserve the soul? By faith. By faith. But our way is not those who draw back to eternal misery, perdition, and utterly destroyed, but we are of those who believe, cleave to, and trust in, and rely on God through Jesus Christ the Messiah, and by faith preserve the soul. So there you go. There are going to be many, unfortunately, who draw back in fear in these days that are upon us. They're going to draw back in fear because of the lawlessness and all the rebellion that they see around them. And there's a lot of stuff that's coming down the pike that's, uh, that would be very fearful in the natural. But you see how the early apostles pressed on. They, they, they didn't shrink back in fear. They didn't shrink back in fear. They stayed in faith, and they went all the way to the end, even to be martyred. They were all martyred except for John, and they tried to kill him by boiling him in oil. They couldn't kill him, so they sent him out to the Isle of Patmos where he received the vision of Revelation. These people were walking in faith. They didn't shrink back in fear. So what's coming upon the earth is a lot of fearful things. But in order to victoriously get through all of that fear stuff that is by sight, is, is that we have to look to that which is unseen in the natural. That's our secret. That's our power. It's believing those things which we cannot see. And so we don't, we don't seek for our best life now in the seen world, but we seek a world that we can't see, which is infinitely and beyond measure and comparison better than any life we will ever have on this earth. So I just want you to be encouraged today and, uh, and just keep that faith up there a hundred percent because that is, is the thing that is going to preserve our souls in the end.
So I want to thank you today for uh, tuning in and hanging out with me for a few minutes. And I'll see you next time on Acts 29 Today.